that I'm playing this, ladies and gentlemen. The Rockaway Kid, his new home, Sid Rosenberg, is right now at the grand opening of the Gemini Lounge, full-screen film, at the Kent Theater in Brooklyn, uh, in which he played the role of Dracula to uh, Roy DeMeo and the two guys I grew up with, Joey Testa, Anthony Centaur, total psychotics. But put that aside. Lou, you're heading out to the Irish Riviera, the Rockaways, after the show. Let me suggest that Sid Rosenberg, instead of acting like Dracula, that he actually go out into the surf of the Rockaways in the Atlantic Ocean and take some selfies out there, and hopefully he'll end up being shark bait. Oh, I hope, I hope. Oh, come on now, right? It was Beach 56th Street that that shark, that big white one, clipped that woman. But anyway, I digress. I was very upset. Uh, enough of the music here, Lou. Enough of the music. Very upset. Because last night, the Rockaway GOP had a meeting in which they were giving the city council candidates from around the city an opportunity to make uh, do their spiel so that they can beat Democrats in the general election on November 7th, which is so important. I didn't get an invite. Now, in the election against Eric Adams, I overwhelmingly beat him in Breezy Point, the Rockaways, Broad Channel, Howard Beach, Ozone Park. I didn't get an invitation. And I think I know why. But Sid Rosenberg was uh, the celebrated uh, Grand Poobah, Grand Marshal, so to speak, of the Rockaway GOP meeting last night. And Lou, he gave away the first ever Phil Mickerson Award. Uh, to Eric Ulrich, who at one time had been the councilman representing that area, Republican, uh, and had been the Queens County leader, corrupt, owes the Bonanno crime family a $600,000 VIG, and is on his way to going to jail, just got indicted for political corruption, and the feds, uh, the feds are now looking into it. They're talking to me, and I know more about this crook than anybody else, and I've been warning people for years. But anyway, I digress. Okay, so I wasn't invited. The person who was missing in action was the city councilwoman there, Joanne Ariola, And it was also the Queens County GOP leader. Two months ago, she came on the airwaves with Sid Rosenberg and eviscerated me on the air. So why would I listen to any talk radio show host as I was warning her and all the listeners 
that they're looking at Floyd Bennett Field. Yep, they're looking at Floyd Bennett Field to put these illegal aliens. And then it's a hop, skip, and a jump, Lou, across the Gil Hodges Bridge. They can go west towards Breezy Point, and then they can go east uh, towards Mott Avenue. Next stop, five towns, right? Or maybe Basewater. But the point is, I, I'm just a messenger. People get very upset when I bring the message to them. Two months ago, I said that they had already looked at Floyd Benefield, part of the Jamaica Bay Federal Preserve. And yesterday, I want to read to you uh, the press release from Governor Crime Wave Hochul's office in which she had just met with Joe Biden's senior advisor, Tom Perez, a former DNC chairperson, uh, about the, uh, as they call it, asylum uh, issue, the migrant issue. I call it the illegal alien issue. She goes, oh, I want to thank Tom Perez. Uh, as we discussed the federal help New York desperately needs, additional financial resources, federally owned land like Floyd Bennett Field, Lou, federally owned land like Floyd Bennett Field, and expedited work authorization for asylum workers. So, the deal's done. They're looking at Floyd Benefield. Now, you could take the message that I gave you two months ago when you could have organized that and prevented them from coming into Floyd Benefield and said, let's organize. Let's put aside our difference. But, oh, no, no, no. Joanne Ariola didn't show up last night at that meeting because she was too embarrassed. They would say Curtis was right. And then they would also say, hey, Joanne, you got that mob guy that was part of your staff there, Aldo guy. You just got rid of him recently. What the hell was he working for you? Anyway, I digress. So I'm putting the word out. You better organize out there because obviously they don't want me out in the Rockaways. They don't want me out there. They don't need my help. They got it all taken care of. You're doing a great job out there. You're not going to have these illegals dropped on you at Floyd Benefield. Could have prevented that two months ago, if you listen to me. Now we do the hop, skip, and a jump down the Bell Parkway across the Verrazano Bridge, and we go over to Father Capitana Boulevard. And there is a double disgrazia. First, let me salute Staten Island Borough President Vito Fasella for coming on in the roundtable discussion at 5 o'clock and describing what the Eric Adams administration has done. At 11.11, write this down, because I expect all of you to be there tomorrow at 10.30 in the morning. I'm going to be there after doing radio all night long to the break of dawn. At 10.30 in the morning, Midland Beach, 11.11, Father Cavadonna Boulevard, outside of that senior citizen complex, in which Eric Adams has already kicked all the senior citizens to the curb. Kicked them out, including a 95-year-old woman. What a shanda to make way for illegal aliens. And it was Borough President Vito Fasella who blew the horn on that. And I'm pleased to see that there's going to be a demonstration against that. You all got to come out. You, you got to be strong. I see on the flyer it says Borough President Vito Fasella, good. Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis, good. A state Senator Andrew Lanza, good. Uh, Assemblyman Mike Tanush, good. City Councilman David Carr, good. What happened to Joe Borelli, Councilman? Oh, that's right. He's on vacation. He didn't go on the Rikers Island tour. He was probably too afraid that he would get defecation education. Oh, my God. And the guy is just slamming me all over the place. I, I, I can't believe this. And no Democrats. 
None of the elected Democrats have joined the Republicans, as we saw last Sunday in Sunset Park when I was able to bring Democrats and Republicans together, 500 Chinese against 40 socialists. Could I hear, could I hear the socialist spokesperson, please? We, as a socialist, cannot accept the framing that these these immigrant neighbors, these new neighbors that have risked their lives coming to this country, that they're criminals, that they're groomers. Now, the socialists, notice they don't even identify themselves as Democratic Socialists of America, followers of AOC, All Out Crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who want to defund and remove the police, open up the prisons, and destroy our country, and let all the illegal aliens in. They had 40 people at Sunset Park. We had 500 immigrant Chinese to say no to the illegal aliens. And the way we did it was by bringing Democrats and Republicans together. And then, as you saw, outside of Creedmoor, we brought 4,000 demonstrators. I'm going to talk about that in the next segment against 40 socialists. And once again, we overwhelmed them because our message was one of solidarity, bringing Republicans and Democrats together. Obviously, the Democrats in Staten Island, the elected ones, are stunards. The mass majority of voters in Staten Island are Democrats, but they are Reagan Democrats, they are Giuliani Democrats, and oftentimes they vote Republican. Put aside your party labels, ladies and gentlemen. Put aside your party labels, whether you're Republicans whether you're Democrats, whether you're independents, you must do everything you can to show up tomorrow morning at 1030. Be outside of that senior citizen complex at 1111 Father Capitano Boulevard. Join me, the elected officials, and especially my very dear two friends who are straight street soldiers in solidarity. Scott Lobato, the political artist who recently was the pizza guy, remember, what a great demonstration. And he, he was willing to get arrested. John Tobacco and yours truly, Curtis Lee. And this will be the first demonstration of others to come. The three of us promise you that. Meantime, I noticed Lou uh, missing in action at the demonstration is our own Frank Morano, who calls himself the Staten Island Kid. He, he has to go with his wife, Rachel, to a shower. What a Maytag. What a Mama Luke. And, of course, Joe Borelli taking pot shots at me like he does. He says, I wonder if Curtis, the traffic cone. And then he goes on and on. I say to him, I say, hey, Joe, do your freaking job. Get your ass back to Staten Island and start fighting Eric Adams instead of looking for a job in the Adams administration. Everybody knows that's what you're up to. You want to follow in the footsteps of the crook Eric Ulrich, who is on his way to jail. Jimmy Otto, who was the Republican borough president and is the buildings commissioner that already sanctioned the senior citizen building to house illegal aliens. Yeah, Jimmy Otto did. And now Joe Borelli. Again, another two years in uh, city councilman, South Shore, and then he wants to work for Eric Adams. Like all traitor Republicans do. Be there tomorrow. I'm going to be there. I want you to be there, and then every demonstration thereafter, we got to keep the pressure on. This is the worst. Kicking senior citizens out. People in their 90s, a 95-year-old woman in the streets. The compassionate story that Vito Fasella told you. And now you wonder why they're talking secession? The way they treat these senior citizens? And Eric Adams, he doesn't care. 
He doesn't care. He's too much into hip-hop. Hooray! It's hip-hop weekend. I'm the hip-hop man. We're going to talk about that coming up next. He's missing in action. But yours truly, Curtis Lee, was here with boots on the ground. I take on friends or foes and let you know what the real deal is. Our common enemy is Eric Adams, Hochul, and Joe Biden. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Breaking news, WABC. This is James Flipper from the WABC Newsroom. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland is appointing U.S. Attorney David Weiss as a special counsel in the Hunter Biden criminal investigation. So this is the Delaware top prosecutor, Weiss. And the Hunter Biden case has had multiple whistleblowers come forward and allege the investigations were improperly handled. Hunter Biden had a plea deal in place that was expected to see him avoid jail time on misdemeanor tax charges, but that blew up last month. Many have referred to it as a sweetheart deal. Now the investigation seems to be continuing with the special counsel appointment. So, again, repeating what we're talking about here, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland appointing U.S. Attorney David Weiss to serve as special counsel in the Hunter Biden criminal investigation. I'm James Flippin here in the WABC Newsroom. Now back to Curtis Lee. Oh, hold on a second, Dave. Wait, wait, you go. Hold on. We don't need no news. This is very important news. Forget the music. Forget all the other. Wow, this is big. This is huge. You think, you think so? Yeah, because this comes 10 months and four days after the special prosecutor, Weiss, told officials from the FBI and IRS that he lacked authority to charge Hunter Biden of Delaware. Yeah. You know, this is a, a Trump appointee. Right. And a lot of people thought, oh, slam dunk, a Trump appointee. But he was saying, I've been handcuffed. I right. can't do a proper investigation. I'm not getting cooperation from the FBI. I'm not getting cooperation from the IRS. So we thought that Joe Biden and all of his allies had buried this, buried the guy in in Delaware. Mm -hmm. And apparently the pressure has been so great lately when that plea bargain fell apart. And now that we learn more and more from the investigations, because the Republicans control the majority in the House, that there are bank accounts, overseas bank accounts, in the names of almost every Biden who ever existed other than the child that was brought into the world out of wedlock by Hunter and the stripper, oh, they finally, finally embraced. This is great news. Well, in a special counsel, the importance of that is supposed to be that, you know, you're removing the Department of Justice from the investigation process. In other words, you're bringing in an outside prosecutor. So it's kind of interesting in a way that David Weiss was so involved in the initial investigation now he's supposed to be the special counsel. Yeah, no, I would well, think I, it would I, be somebody else. No, I would agree because this is my point of view. Others will dis disagree with me. Obviously, Greg Greg Kelly coming up will be able to do a deep dive on this. He's followed this extensively, as obviously Rudy, who comes on at 3, James Golden, who follows. And then by the time that John and Rita Cosby come on at 5 o'clock with all their experts and guests, they'll really have this fleshed out. My perception is... And again, I haven't been uh, following Trump and Biden as extensively as our other hosts, but I've been following it enough to know that Weiss basically said before, no mas, no mas, you're not letting me do my job. I'm a prosecutor. 
who the FBI and the IRS will not cooperate with. So right. how can I fully investigate Hunter Biden when these two federal agencies close the door on me? Yeah, and the whistleblowers have said that there were claims of, like, you know, them not being able to investigate or interview certain people, that, you know, Hunter Biden may have been tipped off to some of these searches that were coming or investigations that were coming. So, yeah, I mean, it would seem as though a, a special counsel is appropriate. Well, now, if this, in fact, is the uh, lead story of the day, Will uh, the Trump indictment take place over the weekend in Fulton <laughs> County? Because every time there's bad news for the Bidens or Hunter mm-hmm. or Joe Biden or his brothers or his family or his German shepherds, the next day Trump gets indicted or at least charged with something. Well, we've got nothing to report on that yet, but we'll keep our eyes open for that. For sure. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, the Hunter Biden plea talks are at an impasse. This is not good for Hunter Biden. They thought they had a slam dunk. They thought they walked in there, and guess what? I'm Hunter Biden, like uh, MC Hammer. You can't touch this. Mm-hmm. And, oh, boy. They got hung up on technicalities, and the judge did the right thing and said, no, 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 no. No, sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, the judge in Back essence, to the drawing board. The judge didn't like that there was a, uh immunity deal kind of written into the plea yeah, deal that said for, you can't. Any potential future prosecution. Right. Just now as they're dipping even into Kazakhstan, money that they got from Kazakhstan. You can't even find that place on a map. And yet Hunter Biden was getting money from there. Burisma, we know that. Yeah. Uh, from the Ukraine, Russia. Uh, I actually um, was supposed to have a meeting with the uh, mayor, Leshkov, but his wife had all the money. And you see now she was basically giving Hunter Biden millions and millions of dollars. Well, the, the argument, of course, from the other side, Curtis, is that there isn't any clear indication that President Biden or maybe then Vice President Biden, Senator, whatever, that he directly received money. Now, you strike me as somebody who um, watched, uh, I forget what that TV show was with all the gals, the four gals who were sashaying all around. Golden Girls? No, no, trying to have sex with everybody in New York City. Oh, uh, Sex in the City. That's right, the big guy, right? Who was that? The big guy? Remember, what was that main character, the big guy? Mr. Big, I think. Mr. Big. Remember? That's who Joe Biden is. Well, oh, we have right, to run this guy. by Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that's Joe Biden, Mr. Big. It's like an organized crime. Hey, I'm just a capo. We got to run this by, you know, hey, come on. I'm just, I got to run it up the flag to Mr. Big. That's what they always say. But it's usually in Italian or done in uh, Bares or Sicilian or Napolitano. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. It's, well, it, it's big stuff. And in, in the language of news, we know that this week President Biden was asked about the allegations of these money payments, and he said it was a stupid question or a lousy question. Well, guess what? He's going to get questioned a lot more about it, as he should. And again, it's the battle of the laptops. As you know, Rudy Giuliani brought the two laptops to our attention, and everybody made fun of him. Now everybody refers to that because that's, that's the Bible of all this information. And who's the other person here at WABC who's known because of his laptop? Anthony Weiner, right? The Hillary laptop, the Huma laptop, his laptop, and all the information before the election of 2016. And guess who's on tomorrow to take on all the Trumpers on this issue? Because nobody knows more about laptops than Anthony Weiner. Two to three, it's a special Trump hour from now on every Saturday. Oh, this is going to be great. I got to be listening. I'm listening the rest of the day because, as you know, I'm not the one that's on the the cutting edge of all this. Greg Kelly coming up next. He's all over this, as is Rudy Giuliani. Nobody knows more than Rudy. But but Rudy's vindicated again. It keeps slamming Rudy. 
But every other moment, he is vindicated. And they wouldn't pay attention to him. And Bernard Carrick, to him credit too, because remember, they took those laptops to the U.S. attorney in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't do anything. Took it to the Delaware State Police. Didn't do anything. Took it to the FBI. Didn't do anything. And now that the Republicans have the barest majority in the House, we're learning all of this. Who Comer and his committee, who was on yesterday with John Reed. He's on. He's like on a regular guest. And he was good because yesterday he was asked the question, well, what about the, the money that Kushner has made in the aftermath of being in the administration? Billions, you know, with the Saudis. And he said, yeah, that was wrong. But that's not Hunter Biden. But at least he admitted that was wrong, taking advantage of having been in government and having made those connections. Oh, this. Oh, wow. This is really getting good now. I mean, this ain't a novella anymore. This ain't a soap opera. I have a feeling that guess who's warming up in the bullpen? Sacramento, gruesome, newsome. He's putting the hairspray in. He's going, Joe may be going down. Maybe it's time for me to start styling and profiling in South Carolina. If he shows up in South Carolina, their first state in the primaries, you watch. You're going to see a electoral shift that this is a damaged candidate. His son is going to take him down. And in fact, if, if Mr. Big is Joe Biden, where all the money was kicked up to and the brothers and everyone in that family, because it seems like everybody in that family got paid off. That's what you call a criminal crime family. Look, our own, our own Sid Rosenberg is at the Gemini Lounge film today, which is all about that. Kickups, you know, hey, where's the vig? Hey, you owe me money. Hey, do you tell Mr. Big? In the movie, it says Mr. Big. That means Roy DeMeo. Hey, you know, we got to go to Mr. Big. We got to get permission from Mr. Big. Mr. Big's going to want to put his beak in the trough. These are all terms that are used by organized crime. Oh, this is Big James. Thank you very much. Absolutely. For all of our political junkies out there, this is better than sex for them. We'll have more on this all day here at some New special counsel appointed on Hunter Biden matters. U.S. Attorney David Weiss requested the assignment this week. I know some of you will probably figure, hey, he was in the baddest box. He struck out the first time. Trump appointee. But remember, it was months ago that he said, I couldn't do the job. <laughs> the IRS and the FBI would not cooperate with me. They slammed the door on me. So this might be uh, his vindication. Let's take a quick break here and then recoup. Recoup, okay. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Let me say, ladies and gentlemen, I just saw Greg Kelly in here. It's getting ready at 1 o'clock. It's going to cover extensively the bombshell announcement of Attorney General Garland just moments ago appointing a special counsel in the Hunter Biden probe. It was the U.S. Attorney Weiss who had said months ago, I can't finish this job, the Trump appointee. I can't finish the job because the IRS... And the FBI will not give me information. They're shutting me out. So he's requested 
to continue on as a special counsel. And apparently, it's the green light as to whether this is good or bad. I'm going to leave it to Greg Kelly, followed by nobody knows this subject better than Rudy, who has been pillared and uh, defamed all along the way. Yet each and every day, he's turning it out to be more and more correct. And then James Golden, and you don't want to miss the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion with John and Rita with all their experts on this issue. And then Mark Levine, he'll do the deep dive on this. Oh, it's just going to get better and better and better. But right now, I'm going to go local, from national to local, because our mayor, who is totally lost out there, as he welcomes in illegal alien after illegal alien, is spending his entire weekend celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, believe it or not, with all the craziness going on in our city. He's going from hip-hop celebration to hip-hop celebration and saying the following. Disconnect this moment. First time in New York City history we have a hip-hop mayor. What the hell does that do about the illegal alien invasion? And he goes on. Let me be the living example that God has put in front of us to understand just because you're dyslexic, arrested, rejected, you still can be elected and be the mayor of the city of New York. The hell was that? Plus, I wonder if uh, Joe Biden goes down in flames with Hunter Biden. Will he continue to call himself the Biden of Brooklyn? And then let's give it one more because he said this to all of us who've been casting aspersions against Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegals, that he's done Jack Diddley squat about this illegal alien issue. All my haters become my waiters when I sit down at the table of success. All my haters become my waiters. I'm looking at his schedule this weekend. It's hip-hop event, hip-hop event, hip-hop event. Nothing to deal with the illegal aliens. And I'll tell you why. Right here at WABC the other morning, Sid Rosenberg had on his very dear friend, Arthur Idala, who's got his nose up the tuchus of Eric Adams, so much so he's the biggest brown nose at City Hall. And his uh, Siamese twin is the crook, Frank Caron, former chief of staff, ran the campaign, the fundraising, everything Eric Adams is Frank Caron. So if Frank Caron exhales... Uh, Arthur Idala inhales, and he gave us insight. This is what the Adams administration wants us to know, that Adams has agreed he ain't doing nothing until after Joe Biden is elected president of the United States a second time. What they've learned the hard way is that has gotten them nothing. They are on their hands and knees behind closed doors begging, and basically the word they got back was, hang on for a year. If Biden gets reelected, we'll cut you a check for a lot of money, but we're not doing it until after the presidential election. And basically, Hoko is not giving them any, any big relief either. So they go into Albany asking for help. They're going to D.C. and begging for help. Right. And they got bumped. Now, you're wondering why is Joe Biden so sure he can win against Donald Trump or another Republican candidate? It's abortion, abortion, abortion. They already have done their internal polling. You saw the results, what happened in Ohio, red state, Kansas, uh, abortion uh, uh, at uh, no abortion whatsoever that some uh, Republicans like Pence uh, takes a position on, although he truly believes in that. 
uh, is exactly what Joe Biden wants to hear, and the Democrats want to hear it's their pathway to victory. That's why they're so sure that Joe Biden could be elected again, believe it or not, on that issue. That's their pathway to victory. Now, uh, if Hunter Biden continues to crash and burn and takes Joe Biden down with him, that changes, but it doesn't change for the dynamic of whoever the Democratic uh, presidential candidate is, whether it's Giggles Harris or Gruesome Newsom from California or whomever. It's still abortion. They see that as their pathway to victory. And so when Eric Adams keeps begging and putting his tin cup out there and they won't give us any money and Schumer doesn't give him any money and Hakeem Jeffries doesn't give him any money, he knows that already. He knows that. He's been told Biden gets reelected, you get the big check. So suck it up and boy, there'll be benefits for you, which means we'll have six, seven, eight million New illegal aliens into the country, all of whom will be beholden to the Democrats, all of whom eventually will be normalized, uh, some who will be able to vote, and they'll always remember the Democrats till the ends of time, as will their children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. But listen to Arthur Idella again spill the beans, because City Hall, Eric Adams' administration, wanted him to, that even though they're opening up all these illegal alien migrant centers, they have no staffing. I was with a very high official yesterday from City Hall who spoke in genuinely to me. And he said, the issue is not just finding places for these people, but when we do find places for these people, we can't find anyone to run the thing. So here's a building in Manhattan. The landlord's like, here, here's the keys. We don't have anyone to organize it, organize the whole thing. Who goes in what room? You need security. You need some form of, of, of maintenance and health care, not health care, but like sanitation in the place. Who's going to take out the garbage and pick it up? He's like, we are at which end? And this is a person I have an enormous amount of respect for intellectually Frank and, and otherwise. Frank Carroll. And he basically said that the migrant crisis for the Adams administration has almost broken the administration because it is a part of every conversation of everything they're doing. That's Frank Caron. And then listen to Eric Adams himself, like Pontius Pilate. He's wiped his hands of all of this. He's telling us, we the citizens, it's now our problem. This is a moment where people need to stop asking, Eric, what are you doing? This is a moment we need to ask, what are we doing? We can't do this alone. This is an all hands on deck. The dollars coming in are not equaling the dollars that we have to pay going out. So we're going to do our part to the best of our abilities within the financial restraint. But we have a real call. We need every New Yorker that has something to offer to play a role. This is not Mayor Adams' job. This is the job of the people of the city of New York. And everyone should participate in that through New York City Cares. Through the hundred um, nonprofits that we are part of, uh, through all the other groups, everyone needs to be a part of that. And I'm not going to allow anyone to allow this moment to go past without asking, what are you doing to help people who are in need right now? Just like Pontius Pilate there looking to the crowd. Oh, Barabbas, oh, Jesus Christ. He washes his hand of the whole sorry affair. That's what Eric Adams, he's telling us. He's walking away. It's our problem. So he's made his problem, he's abandoned ship, our problem. And it reminds me of what happened back in 1972. I was about 18. 
And I remember seeing what was going on in Forest Hills, a liberal, moderate, Jewish predominantly community of homeowners who had elected John Lindsay mayor. Very much he was sort of like the gruesome newsome of that time, you know, central casting, wanted to be president. And he was going to force a public housing project on their area at 108th, where Corona meets Forest Hills. And the residents were so crestfallen, they couldn't believe it. This was their hero, John Lindsay. How could he do it? And all of a sudden, they were in a rage. And like you saw the other night outside of Creedmoor, when I led 4,000 demonstrators against the tent being forced on that community with 1,000 illegal, alien, single, able-bodied men, that Forest Hills community started to fight back. There were acts of civil disobedience. They chained themselves to the fence. They chained themselves to all the equipment. And then Mario Cuomo was brought in to be the great compromiser, and that's how he made his bones. And what was a public housing project idea at first became a co-op for the elderly, and there have never been problems there since. And it reminded me, I was talking to the uh, president of the Glen Oaks Village the largest co-op complex in all of New York State, which is right behind Creedmoor, Bob Friedrich. And I reminded him, this is just like Forest Hills. I said, Bob, this is going to require a night of civil disobedience. You're going to see in this coming week, ladies and gentlemen, you know me. I fight until you can't fight no more. It's going to be a night of walkers in wheelchairs, and we will block the illegal alien tent city at Creedmoor. Eric Adams, you don't have enough paddy wagons out there to bring all of us to jail to give us disappearance tickets, desk appearance tickets. You can protest all you want, ladies and gentlemen. Eric Adams will ignore you because a lot of your elected officials, both Democrats and Republicans, are sellouts. And you know me, I call them out. It's going to be up to us, the people, to put aside our party labels, Democrats, Republicans coming together. And the bottom line, to stop this invasion that's going to destroy our city, will require, at certain points, nights of civil disobedience in your community. And I promise you, I'll lead you. I'm a veteran of getting arrested. I've been arrested 77 times. I don't fear being arrested. I will train you. I will lead you in acts of civil disobedience. Well, we're going to start at Creedmoor. Next week, the walkers and wheelchairs will block the illegal aliens being housed in that tent city at Creedmoor, which will destroy the quality of life of all of East Queens, will force people to sell and flee to Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and parts unknown. So this is a battle. And every day, it's a new battle against Eric Adams Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb and Joe Biden.